Welcome back, our twisted little friends. You are listening to Murder Maidens, a podcast dedicated to discussing crimes committed by women. Your hosts are Monica, Robin, Sandy, and today's host is Sandy. Hi. Okay, I'm going to try not to laugh. (laughs) We're in a giggly mood tonight, and this is actually not a case to be in giggly, so... Uh, Since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, I decided to cover a very controversial case about mental health and suicide. Uh, Trigger warning, there are some sensitive topics ahead, so please use caution when listening. So girls, one big question to keep in mind as I read this story and you take in all the facts. How much of a cunt can you be? Before it turns criminal. I know who you're doing. I don't know her name. Just the one with the text messages. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, today's case is about Michelle Carter and the suicide of Conrad Roy III. Oh, this was the one with her boyfriend, Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. Okay. Conrad Roy III was born on September 12, 1995 in Mattapotitis, Massachusetts. He worked at a family, his family business, which was Trucker Roy Marine Towing and Salvage Incorporated. In September of 2014, after attending night classes for about three months, he earned his captain's license. Uh, In June 2014, he graduated with honors from Old Rochester High School, where he was an all-around athlete. He was accepted to Fitchburg State University in Massachusetts for business, but ultimately decided not to go. Conrad struggled with social anxiety and depression, for which he saw several therapists and counselors for. In June of 2014, he saw a cognitive behavior therapist for psychosocial intervention. Um, After his parents' divorce in October 2012, things started to get a little rough for Conrad. He got into a physical fight with his father, and he attempted suicide. At the age of 17, he was hospitalized again for another overdose, which doctors said could have been fatal, and he almost needed a liver transplant. Transplant. Uh, he would attempt a suicide a total of four times. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know all that about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on Celexa for his depression, and the warning on the Celexa boxes states, may increase suicidal thinking and behaviors for those under 24. Okay. Yeah, Alexa, so I, I take that. Well, good thing you're over 24. Well, Am I though? Well over 24. Is my? Is my... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a young 24. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you're probably closer if you swap the the numbers around. <laughs> That's exactly my age. <laughs> no wait. Wait. 42. <laughs> I forget how old I am. How much did you smoke this morning? <laughs> you Monica, mean, before do you the even... podcast? But wait, Monica, do you even know how old we are? All right, so I'm 36. 
<laughs> I knew this would so, be hard okay. for you. <laughs> so Robin is 34, uh-huh. right? And yep. Sandy, you're 32. Don't ask nah. me about those other bitches. I don't know. <laughs> Brittany's 30. Uh, yeah, she's every or two years. She, or she's 29. She'll be 30. She's three years behind me. And Maris, and then Maris is, is three years behind her, right? Uh-huh. So she's 26. Yeah. Say, so I, 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 I got, don't ask me when your birthdays are. I don't fucking know. They're in two weeks <laughs> in all... May. Yeah, you know what? Your birthdays are when Facebook tell, tells me it is. Her birthday, our birthdays are literally like her birthday a day is apart. On Monday. No, her we're birthday a week is apart. on Monday. Are we in May uh, already? Oh shit! Yes, her birthday Fuck. is Monday. And then my birthday is the Monday after We're, that. Me and look, Robin are literally exactly a week apart. Yeah, I look. I don't even ask me what month I fucking thought we were in. <laughs> well, it's okay. I woke up thinking today was Tuesday. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I You're went lucky all day. I know what year it is. All right. So, Conrad used to make videos of himself uh, talking about how he is weirdly different, how he was trying to be productive and getting better, and he is trying to become more confident in himself, too. So, Michelle Carter was born on August 11th, 1996, and was from Plainsville, Massachusetts. 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 Yeah, you got it. Growing up, she had an eating disorder and reportedly started cutting herself at a young age. She also tried to commit suicide but couldn't go through with it. She was on a psychiatric prescription medication since the age of 14 and at some point was on Celexa as well. Uh, Michelle did see a counselor at a local ho- hospital and she was attending Kings Phillip Regional High School. Michelle and Conrad met in Florida 2012 while both visiting relatives. Their relationship mostly consisted of text message and emails. Despite living only 40 minutes apart, they only saw each other a handful of times. So now we are going to talk about Conrad's suicide, the events leading up to his death, and the nationwide story that happened after. On July 12th, Conrad spent the day with his mom and his sisters at the beach, and later that evening took his sisters out for ice cream. He told his mom he was going to his friend's house and he would be back late. The next day, July 13th, after not hearing from Conrad, his mom reported him missing. His truck was found in the back of a Kmart parking lot later that day. He put a generator in his truck, rolled up his windows, and passed away from carbon monoxide poisoning. His phone was found dead in the car. His funeral would be held a week later on July 19th. Now, uh, a weird law fact we did not know. In Massachusetts, an unattended death is ruled undetermined until it's investigated, even after the coroner declares a cause of death. Hmm. Um... So it wasn't for a little while that the detectives powered up Conrad's phone and realized there might be more to the story. There were thousands of text messages between Connor and Michelle, and they seemed to have her pressuring him to commit suicide. After the DA reviewed the case, Michelle was indicted on February 14th, or sorry, February 4th, 2015, with charges of involuntary manslaughter. Hmm. That's what she gets, bitch. <laughs> um, I mean, I was 
not shocked at the charges, but like you think involuntary manslaughter, she didn't do anything. He committed suicide. So I, I was like, oh, that damn, like they're throwing the book at her. She. No, I don't think so, because I feel like she had a hand yeah, in for sure. his oh, death. Oh, so. Oh, I know. I just, I wasn't expecting to see well, especially I'm that sure you, charge. I'm, I'm sure you'll get into the text messages, because it kind of seemed a little bit like he, he kind of changed his mind, and he didn't want to do it. And then she was just like, just do it. Just do it. You know you want to. Like, yep. Yeah, we'll get into those text messages. Um. The grand jury found enough evidence to charge her with wantonly and recklessly assisting the suicide. Since she was 17 at the time they indicted her, she was classified as a youthful offender rather than a juvenile, meaning she could be sentenced as an adult. She was released on bail until her trial. The day before the trial was set to begin, Michelle waived the right to a jury trial, opting for a bench trial. So the case will be heard by Judge Lawrence Muniz. Okay, so can I tell you something about this? I had this question of why wouldn't you want to go in front of a jury of your peers? And someone told me that it's a lot easier to convince one person of your innocence than 12. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree, depending on what it is. Because I always wondered why you would do that, Mm -hmm. but yeah. And I think this case was... The first of its kind, trying to use, like, this kind of evidence, like, the text messaging evidence um, as their main thing. So, like, it was a very, um, what's the word I'm thinking? Like, very... Controversial? uh, Like, new and, like, um, not, like, people wouldn't be as very receptive to it, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. I was like, I don't know the words. Uh, the defense asked for the case to, be, case to be dismissed, claiming Michelle's text messages were protected under her First Amendment. Right. Uh, Judge Munez dismissed that motion, and the trial went on. Both sides brought up their mental health issues, their history of suicide attempts, and history of long-term medication, and their side effects. Defense brought a notebook found in Conrad's room with goodbye letters, and Michelle's letter was a positive letter. They called a lot of Michelle's, like, quote-unquote friends from school to take the stand. Uh, They described Michelle as needy. Uh, She would constantly text them to hang out. Uh, They said she was basically just a school friend, and they didn't really believe a lot of what she said. She told one friend she was a virgin. She told another friend she had sex with Conrad. And she told somebody else that she was raped by Conrad. After Conrad's death, she got a lot of attention from these quote-unquote friends. And when things started to die down, she decided to host Homers for Conrad, a baseball tournament to fundraise for mental health. She held the tournament in Plainville, which is her hometown, not Conrad. When a friend of Conrad's asked her about the location, she said, because I'm planning it. Don't try and steal my credit. Uh, she also texted another friend. I put homers on Facebook and I'm like famous now. Check it out. It was um, observed that during the tournament, Michelle was laughing, smiling, and making sure she got pictures with all the teams. All right, Jim. All right, so 
Now we're going to read some of the text messaging between Michelle and Conrad. <laughs> Are you making Jim read the guy? <laughs> Why aren't you just switching to guy voice? Yes. No, I couldn't. There, there's a lot. And we we um, cut a lot out, um, but we're trying to leave like the most obvious. So it is a lot, yeah. but bear with us. Um, and at first, Michelle was encouraging Conrad to seek help. However, a few weeks before his test, his death the text started to become a little bit more disturbing uh first on july 1st she sent him a text message saying we should go to mclean's hospital together and get help and then sorry i'm just pulling up our text messaging and jim is going to get settled we practiced this last night too (laughs) After, so your three mi- after your three minutes of sex. <laughs> that was, the sex was after. <laughs> All right. Welcome she owed to- me. Nothing turned you on like someone forcing someone else to I kill died. themselves. <laughs> hey, you know, you know our fu- freaky heads. So welcome, Jim. Jim is going to play Conrad. Oh, I thought he, you were going to do it the other way around. My glorious <laughs> return. We should do it the other way around. That'll make it way funnier. <laughs> Well, you have a lot more to read then, and you were bitching about reading what you had to read. Oh, yeah. Screw that. <laughs> All right. So uh, the first few are a few days before or a few weeks leading up to his death. We're in, like, the end of June, beginning of July. So, but a mental health would, a mental hospital would help you. I know you don't think it would, but I'm telling you, if you give them a chance, they can save your life. Part of me wants you to try something and fail just so you go get help. It doesn't help. Trust me. <laughs> so what are you going to do then? Keep being all talk and no action and go every day through saying how bad you want to kill yourself? Or are you going to try to get better? I can't get better. I already made my decision. And then another day. So what do you want to... So do you want to harm yourself? Something. I don't know yet. Please don't. I hate myself. I'll always hate myself. I'm never going to view myself as good. I'm so far behind. What's harming yourself going to do? Nothing. It's going to make it worse. Make the pain go away, like you said. It will make the pain go away temporarily, but when you're done, you'll just regret it and feel even worse. If you were in my position, honestly, what would you do? I would go get help. That's me, though. When I have a serious problem like that, my first instinct is to get help. Because I don't know how to do it on my own. So, we were saying, like, reading high school, like, wording. It's painful. It's so... And you sound it like an angsty teenager. Yeah. Oh, I'm angsty right now. It's so painful. All right. She had, like, double the pages last night. And I was like, no, you have to cut some of this (laughs) Yeah. The next stack is really bad. Um, But you can see this is where it's starting to take a turn. Mm Mm-hmm. So, are you going to kill yourself tonight? What do you mean, am I sure? Like, are you definitely not doing it tonight? I don't know yet. I'll let you know. Because I'll stay up with you if you want to do it tonight. Another day wouldn't hurt. You can't keep pushing it off, though. That's all you keep doing. And then, um, just a few days right before his death, I'm just going to read a few random ones. Um... You're going to have to prove me wrong because I don't think you really want this. You keep pushing it off another night and say you do it, but you never do. See, that's what I mean. You keep pushing it off. You said you were going to do it tonight, and now you're saying eventually. 
but I bet you're going to be like, oh, it didn't work. I didn't tape the tube right or something like that. I bet you're going to have an excuse like that. Do you have the generator? Not yet, LOL. Well, when are you going to get it? You better not be bullshitting me and saying you're going to do this and then purposely get caught. And uh, then two days uh, before. God, this one. <laughs> I'm just too sensitive. I want my family to know there was nothing they could do. I'm entrapped in my own thoughts. Like, no, I would be happy if they had no guilt about it because I have a bad feeling that this is going to create a lot of depression between my parents and sisters. I'm overthinking everything. Fuck, I got to stop and just do it. I think your parents know you're in a really bad place. I'm not saying they want you to do it, but honestly, I feel like they can accept it. They know there's nothing they can do. They've tried helping. Everyone's tried. But there's a point that comes where there isn't anything anyone can do to save you, not even yourself, and you hit that point, and I think your parents know you've hit that point. You said your mom saw a suicide thing on your computer, and she didn't even say anything. I think she knows it's on your mind, and she's prepared for it. Everyone will be sad for a while, but they'll get over it and move on. They won't be in depression. I won't let it happen. They know how sad you are, and they know that you're doing this to be happy. I think they will understand and accept it. Accept it. They'll always carry you in their hearts. So you can see how she's very... Pushy. Yeah. Pushy. So this is a big stack of the day before he died. So... Bear with us again. Um, that whole these... stack is just from the day before he died. Yes. So we are starting at four in the morning. Now, again, we're we're cutting out some little stuff just of just like what are you doing stuff like that because we don't need to read those. But it's okay. Why haven't you done it yet, though? I'm too messed up to. What are you talking about? My head. You can't think about it. You just have to do it. You said you were going to do it, and I don't get why you aren't. I don't get it either. I don't know. So you aren't going to do it then? All that for nothing? I'm just confused. Like, you were so ready and determined. I'm going to eventually. I really don't know what I'm waiting for, but I have everything lined up. No, you're not, comrade. Last night was it. You're pushing it off, and you said you'll do it, but you never do it. You're always going to be that way if you don't take action. You're going to make it harder on yourself by pushing it off. You just have to do it. Do you want to do it now? Is it too late? I don't know. It's already light outside. I'm going to go back to sleep. Love you. I'll text you tomorrow. No. It's probably the best time now because everyone's sleeping. Just go somewhere in your truck and no one's out right now because it's an awkward time. If you don't do it now, you're never going to do it. And you say you'll do it tomorrow and you probably won't. And then at 9 o'clock in the morning... Are you going to do it today? Yes. Like in the daytime? Should I? Yes. It's less suspicious. You won't think about it as much. And you'll get it over with instead of waiting till night. Then I will. Like where? Like I could go in any enclosed area. Go in your truck and drive to a parking lot somewhere to park or something. Do it like now, early. Didn't we say this was suspicious? No, I think it's more, I think night is more suspicious. A kid sitting in his truck, just turn on the radio and do it. It won't be suspicious and it won't take long. Like, why am I so hesitant lately? Like, two weeks ago, I was willing to try everything. And now I'm worse really bad and I'm, like, LOL, not falling through. It's eating me inside. You're so hesitant because you're overthinking it and pushing it off. You need to do it, Conrad. The more you push it off, the more it will eat at you. You're ready and prepared. All you have to do is turn the generator on and be free and happy. No more pushing it off. No more waiting. You're right. If you wait, 
If you want it as bad as you say you do, it's time to do it today. Yep, no more waiting. Okay, I'm serious. Like, you can't even wait till tonight. You have to do it when you get back from your walk. Thank you. For what? Still being here. I would never leave you. You're the love of my life. My boyfriend, you're my heart. I never leave you. Aw. I love you. I love you too. When will you be back from your walk? Like five minutes. So you're going to do it? I guess. Well, I want you to be ready and sure. Smiley face. What's that mean? Ha ha ha. I don't know. I'm freaking out again. I'm overthinking. I thought you wanted to do this. The time is right and you're ready. You just need to do it. You can't keep living like this. You need to do it like last time and not think about it and just do it, babe. You can't keep doing this every day. I do want to, but like I'm freaking out for my family, I guess. I don't know. Conrad, I told you, I'll take care of them. Everyone will take care of them and make sure they won't be alone and people will help them get through it. We talked about this. They will be okay and accept it. People commit suicide. People who commit suicide don't think this much and they just do it. I know, I know, LOL. Thinking about this just drives me more crazy. Exactly. You just need to do it, Conrad, or I'm going to get you help. You can't keep doing this every day. Okay, I'm going to do it today. Do you promise? I promise, babe. I have to now. Like right now? Where do I go? And you can't break a promise. And you and you just go in a quiet parking lot or something. Okay. Go somewhere you can go somewhere you won't get caught. You can find a place. I know you can. Are you doing it now? Still have no clue. Not finding a place isn't an excuse. I know where to go. And then skip to that was all like nine, ten o'clock. So skip to one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm in the worst pain right now. Like, it's unbearable. I think it's time to do it now, then. Do you agree? And then... 3.45. I'm determined. I'm happy to hear that. I'm ready. Good, because I it's time, babe. You know that. When you get back from the beach, you gotta do it. You're ready. You're determined. It's the best time. And then, like, half an hour later... Are you back? No more thinking. Yes. No more thinking. You just need to do it. No more waiting. And then uh, close to five. Like, I don't want to kill anyone else with me. You won't, question mark. When they open the door? You won't. It's odorless and colorless. You're overthinking. They will see the generator and realize you're breathing CO. Should I keep it in the back seat or front? In front. You could write it on a piece of paper and tape it saying carbon monoxide or something if you're scared. I was thinking that, but someone might see it. Uh, you know, before it actually happens. Well, wait. The generator is going to be on because you'll be passed out. So they'll be, th- they'll know you used carbon monoxide. Dead star. Is it loud? Not really, LMAO. Okay, good. Are you going to do it now? Okay, okay. I got this. Yes, you do. I believe in you. Did you delete the text messages? Yeah, but you're going to keep messaging me? I will until you turn on the generator. Okay, well, I'm bringing my sisters for ice cream. So you'll do it when you get back? Yep, I'll go right there. And <laughs> then, what are you doing? Uh, at 5.30. Yeah. Uh, nothing, really, just resting. <laughs> okay, I'm procrastinating. Yeah, haha, I know. Are you back? Yep. So it's time? Oh, it's been time. Are you going to do it now? I just don't know how to leave them, you know? So you're going to just go say you're going to the store or something? Like, I want them to know I love them. They know. That's one thing they definitely know. You're overthinking. I know I'm overthinking. I've been overthinking for a while now. I know. You just got to do it like you said. Are you going to do it now? 
I haven't left yet, haha. Why? Leaving now. Okay, you can do this. Okay, I'm almost there. Okay. Please answer me. I'm scared. Are you okay? I love you. Please answer. You're at your dad's. Camden told me. I'll get you help soon, I guess. I thought you actually did it. So, you can see how she's very much like nagging him mm. all day long. Jim knows all about nagging. <laughs> I know. It sounds familiar. Yes. <laughs> you are released. Yay. I feel like that's how your general conversation I know, go. right? Just do it. You're not going to do it. Just, Just do, do it. it. Just do it. All right. Whew. All right. It's like how she talked me into this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even hear you guys, and it was still, like, perfect. All right. So, all right, sorry, I had to find out where we were. So, on July 12th, while she is texting Conrad about his plans on where to go, Michelle was weirdly texting her friends, telling them that she believes he already committed suicide, engaging their reactions. So, she was already throwing it out there to get the sympathy Mm -hmm. before he'd even done anything. Um... And then the most damning text message she would send would be on September 15th. So after his death, um, she sent to a friend. And it's kind of long, but his death is my fault. Like, honestly, I could have stopped him. I was on the phone with him, and he got out of his car because it was working, and he got scared. And I fucking told him to get back in because I to get back in the fucking car because I knew he would do it all over again the next day and I couldn't have him live the way he was living anymore. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't let him. And therapy didn't help him. And I wanted to, him to go to McLean with me when I went, but he wouldn't go. But he would go to another department for his issues. But he didn't want to go because he said nothing they did or say would help him or change the way he feels. So I started giving up because nothing I did was helping but I should have tried harder, like I should have did more, and it's all my fault because I could have stopped him, but I fucking didn't. All I had to say was, I love you, don't do this one more time, and he'd still be here, and I told him I would, he would give, he told me he would give me signs to know he's watching over me, but I haven't seen any, and I don't know, sorry for this rant, I just need to get it off my chest, and it's finally stinking in. So, the key part is, uh, I told, he got out of his truck yeah. because it was working. He got scared and I fucking told him to get back in. So. Flip pages. On June 16th, 2017, Judge Muniz made his ruling. He said Michelle's actions and texts up to July 12th were not punishable. However, The 45-minute phone call that Michelle described to her friend where Conrad got out of his car and she told him to get back in. That he broke the chain of self-causation. Babe, how do you say it? Causation. Causation. Self-causation towards suicide when he exited his truck. And that Michelle's wanton and reckless encouragement to return to his truck caused his death. She was found guilty. So, he basically said her pushing him Mm -hmm. through the text messages, she would have been found not guilty. But then, she basically said she was on the phone with him, told him to get back in, and that made her guilty. 
Well, yeah, because if he hadn't got back in the car, he wouldn't he be dead. Still yeah. be alive. Yep. Michelle remained free until on Michelle remained free on bail pending her sentence, which we don't see very often. Usually, after you're found guilty, you go to jail. Yeah. She was allowed to be free. Uh, the defense was asking for probation, and the prosecution was asking for 7 to 12 years. After seven weeks of being free, Michelle was sentenced to two and a half years, with 15 months served in the Bristol County House of Corrections. The rest of the bounds would be suspended, and she would have five years of probation. Her lawyer immediately asked the judge to issue a stay of sentence until all of her appeal options are exhausted. Judge Munez granted the stay, but only through the Massachusetts courts. He ordered her to stay away from Conrad's family as well. So, again, she gets to be free while she does her appeals. Yeah. Like, you never hear this. So, did she see any jail time at all so far yet? None. She has been free. Well, except when she probably got arrested mm-hmm. and arraigned, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, she probably got, like, like fingerprinted. Yeah, yeah. yeah, until she got bailed. But. Yeah. On February 6, 2019, a year and a half later, Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court ruled that Michelle's Michelle acted with criminal intent when she encouraged Conrad into suicide and that her conviction was to stand. A few days later, Michelle began serving her 15-month sentence. Seven months later, in September, Michelle requested an early parole hearing, but that request was denied. During that time, her lawyers were also appealing to the U.S. Supreme Court based upon her First and Fifth Amendment rights. In January 2020, the U.S. Supreme Court denied to hear her case, leaving the conviction in place. A few weeks later, on January 23, 2020, Michelle was released early due to good conduct after serving less than a year. She was a model inmate, very active in work and educational programs, and had no disciplinary issues. There is a uh, bill now in Congress called Conrad's Law which would give a correct charge, or sorry, give a charge to coerced suicide because most of these patients aren't harsh enough to be considered for involuntary manslaughter, which makes getting a conviction harder. So that's kind of what I was saying earlier, like, when you have, like, involuntary manslaughter, like, some of these aren't on that level. Yeah. So getting a guilty for an involuntary manslaughter can be a little bit harder. So most people will go free. So if they have a coerced suicide charge, they could go for that instead of a higher charge and possibly people getting off. Gotcha. Uh, TVs and TV shows and movies to watch about this case. Uh, In September 2018, Lifetime did a movie called Conrad and Michelle, If Words Could Kill. In February 2019, Dateline did an episode called Reckless. And July 2019, Mm -hmm. HBO released a movie called I Love You, Now Die, The Commonwealth vs. Michelle Carter. Mm -hmm. And that is all. 
That's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I kind of go, like, she, she got the right sentence. Um, because she technically didn't do anything. He did it, but she did push him. And, like, how much can a weak person take? You know? But I can see it being very controversial because it's, it's freedom of speech. You know? Like, she didn't physically do anything. But, like, he had mental health issues, so. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like there should, like, there could be, like, something else. I don't know. She's telling him that she loves him and wants to be with him. Like, so she's leading him on to basically and pushing him to kill himself. Like, so if he thinks this is the only person that loves him and she's telling him to do this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Does he really stand a chance, you know, Mm -hmm. at that point? Yeah. And she, um, one thing I didn't include on because I didn't really know how, um, so, there was... You guys all know the show Glee, right? Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Okay, well, so it's like a, I know of it, but... Yeah, so... They, like, sing or whatever. Yeah, so... In the show, one of the actors actually died in real life. And I think I heard of that, the yeah. Main, the main character, Leah Michelle, was dating him in, on the show and in real life. Yeah, so they so obviously Mon- Monomous or something. Yeah. Montauk or something. Montauk. Oh, yeah. So they Finn. Uh, so they killed him off in the show, and Michelle became like weirdly obsessed with like that and how like it did a crossover. So like she would text some of her friends like direct quotes that Leah Michelle said about like her boyfriend and about like the guy on the show but text it in, about conrad mm. so but it was like word for word and these yeah. were like some of the things i was going to read and jim's like you need to cut <laughs> um but like you can see that she like wasn't all there because she was like saying it like to her friends about conrad like i love him so much and like he was my person and now i have to like rechange my life and like she wanted attention. She wanted yeah. that attention. Mm-hmm. Basically, she but was she, And just... she wasn't very original about it either, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, she's one of those people, like, and I could, I mean, I'll be honest with you, the way she sounds and the way she acts, <clears throat> and, you know, she didn't get much time, so I don't really foresee the behavior changing, but she definitely seems like someone who could turn into like you know the munchausen yeah that's what i was thinking yeah but i could see that or something like she was gonna probably if she has has kids and stuff like that like oh poor me yeah you know i could see that so keep a keep an ear out (laughs) back in the news (laughs) at some point that's crazy yeah but I um I know I wanted to cover just because of the mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just an interesting case. Like I remember it happening and stuff like that and like following it. Yeah. And if anyone is struggling with depression or thoughts of suicide, the National uh, Suicide Prevention Hotline is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. 
Thank you. So. I actually meant to write that down, yeah. and I forgot. Yeah. Or, so. you know, you just are sad and you need some friends. You, We don't have friends either, so <laughs> let's be friends. Yeah. <laughs> We're your new friends. Yes. We're still looking for that first, fourth murder maiden, so. Hell, exactly. we can have, like, 18 murder maidens. Like, we yes, really don't we're going to start a cult, the murder maidens. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and look, you don't have to be a female to be a murder maiden. That's no, true. We don't give a shit. You could be the murder mandom. <laughs> as long as you're willing to show us your dick. <laughs> That's the entry fee to get yeah. we just We just want to look. That's yeah, all. Yeah, we don't have to touch. Robin will touch it. Yeah, Robin yeah, I mean... I mean, Robin, yeah. will, Robin will be the, the the experimental guinea pig on that. So, but I'll also uh, when we when we put this episode up, I'll also post that um, the national hotline information with yes, our thank you thing. Yeah. So, oh, so now that we're depressed, I know that's murder. Yes. <laughs> get some get some rage out. Fresh some emotions. All right. So. This says, prepare your brain juices to flow. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> we all know I like brain fart when it comes to this shit. All right, so. It's amateur night at the local strip club. These nights <laughs> these nuts mm-hmm. maybe these nuts i don't know <laughs> a ten thousand dollar award goes to the winner you bitches you dan- are going down <laughs> <laughs> you dance your titties off <laughs> until you and two other girls are finalists dd Dee cupcakes <laughs> and boner garage are getting ready in the dressing room challenge kill one and make the other look like a suicide that like like kind of goes with our story today. really yeah this is creepy Can <laughs> <laughs> i be boater garage by the way <laughs> i'll be dd cupcakes <laughs> i kind of love that name that will now be my stripper i'm gonna get a boob job so i can get double d's and then I'm going to be DD Cupcakes. Wait, someone someone said this. That uh, was so funny today. So at work, someone was like, it smells like cinnamon. I was like, did you call me? That's my stripper name. She started <laughs> laughing. She's like, mine, mine's ecstasy. <laughs> mine's snowflake. Squirts. I don't even know. Squirts. I don't you, did you see the, the uh, patch, the patch on my yes. bag? Squirter. Squirter. Natural flavors. Natural flavored. The thirst quencher. <laughs> That's what it says. Sandy, right. what are you doing? That face you're making. I know. She's like oh. so in thought. Oh, I didn't even realize I was making you're a making face. You're making like a face. You're like. <laughs> oh, I'm just shaking my legs. I have like reckless leg syndrome. So I like always Me shake too. my legs. Yeah. I like sit 24-7 like bobbling. I do too. And like when I lay in bed sometimes. Yeah, like, you twitch. It, I mm-hmm. twitch. Yeah. And like, do you have to like stretch out your legs like a lot? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because like it starts feeling like it's going to cramp. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I like I do like the toe t- like lifts. So like I like constantly move my foot. So like yeah, that's what yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be sitting there sometimes. I lay in bed and like I'll just keep shaking my foot. And Brian's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Nothing." Yeah. Like, I also rub my foot against the mattress. Yes. Or like oh, the sheet. Oh my god! 
It, is it just me or when you get home and you take your socks off and you start like squishing your feet between your toes it's like an orgasm <laughs> you s- like yeah. on the carpet like on the carpet yeah. like yeah. i rub it like literally like just stand there and like do the twist like while i'm on the carpet and it it's so good i don't like take off my socks oh my I god i never wear shoes i don't well i wear slippers yeah yeah I mean, I wear, like, slippers and socks, like, throughout the day. But, like, I don't take off my socks. Like, I don't – I'll be, like, during the summer, I'm okay with bare and barefoot and, like, flip-flops. But, like, around the house and stuff, like, I have to wear socks. My feet are always so cold. Yeah. Well, that's why like, I just wear slippers. I get out of the shower and put socks yeah. right on. Socks stay on during sex. Like, <laughs> And I wear, like, white cotton socks. Oh. Like, the most unattractive oh. socks You get some ever. black socks. No, I don't like it because then black stuff gets between the toes. And Why do you ugh. have so much stuff between your toes? <laughs> I don't know. I don't when I wear white socks or in black. There's like fuzzy. Do you have like a all. whole sweater in your belly button too? Like No, Jim does though. I can't every day somehow. Every day there's so much lint between his belly button. I'm like, how? How? And it's not even the color of any of the clothes he wore that day. Like, I don't understand. And I'm always picking at it. Like, it's so gross. <sighs> All right, go ahead. Back to what you're saying. Sorry. <laughs> back to Bowdoin. How, how, how did we get here? I, I, don't I don't even know. I don't know how we took that turn. Six degrees okay. of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got to kill We got to kill one and make the other look like a suicide. So the weapons is a nine-inch stripper heel, the one with the goldfish in the heel. Ooh, yeah. A thong, and a water gun filled with tequila. Oh, that's my jam. Mm. Okay, so bonus points. Come up with something so unique to do on stage that the crowd would have crowned you as the winner anyway. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So, I guess I'm getting the water gun full with tequila. You got tequila. So, Sandy, you go first. Okay. And then Robin's last. I'm in the middle. And I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the ride. I need to think about this. Or take a shit, because that's what it looks like you're doing right now. I got a headache. I don't know why. It's just, like, it's like throbbing. So I had to, like, even loosen my hair tie and all. Um, I think... So I'm going to make it look like it was, like, a fight between the two of them. And... Like, one killed the other. Like, kind of between each other. So, um, does anybody remember that stripper movie, um, that had the dancer and, oh, God, what is it? Showgirls? No, no, it wasn't Showgirls. Oh, and she was putting herself through college. The stripper myth? she get she got raped and but it was like the girls at the club and then they got into a fight and there was like a huge shootout oh my god what the fuck <laughs> yeah no do not what know this movie what kind of movie you be watching 
They got to do a shootout. <laughs> what is it? She's in college. The Players Club. Um, Thank I've you, Jim. The oh, Players I think I've Club. Seen that. Okay, so I'm so is that... this, so this is a strip club in Kensington. I'm taking it with a shootout. Well, it's a, isn't it like an African American comedy? It's not a comedy. Or but I think drama. it is. I think it is more African American. Um, but it is a good ass movie. And I think I might have seen that. Before. So I'm just I'm I'm channeling their back area. So they have like this big old room, and like on the one side is the lockers, and then they had kind of like an L shaped getting ready station, and each girl had their station, and it was lined with all mirrors on the back wall. This sounds like every strip club yeah. ever. <laughs> okay, well, I don't. I've never been to the back of the strip clubs, and I've never been in the back of the dressing rooms at the strip clubs, so I don't know what they look like. This is the strip club I'm picturing. So I'm gonna have the two look like the two girls are getting ironed. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to smash the one girl's head into the desk and on the glass, so it looks like they got in a fight. And then I'm going to take the thong and I'm going to strangle the other one. And then I'm going to like put the one hand on the other one. So it looks like she was strangling her as the other one was put, put smashing the glass and they're dead. Okay. Then when I get up on stage, I'm fat. So I think like my... Stage name is going to be like Sniblets. Because... Sniblets? <laughs> what the fuck? Sniblets? Yeah, they're like mini donuts. Sniblets? With... I have never fucking I heard of Sniblets. I have never heard of Sniblets. What yeah. the hell? They're like the nickname for a mini donuts. A donut says, hole? Says who? Yeah. Not a like not hole? like the ho- not like the donut holes, but like it's like a donut with the circle, but they're the miniature ones. They're called Ooh. sniplets. No, they are not. Where they're called you... mini. They're just called donuts. All right, I'm looking this up. Sniplets. Well, where did you hear? Who told you that, Jim? I guess, I guess it's just a me and Amanda Kramer thing. But they're sniplets. Snib. How do you even spell snip? All right, hold on. There is a sniplet. Let's see what a sniplet is. Oh, it's a song, apparently. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, so sniblets are mini donuts. So I'm just gonna call myself sniblets because you're a mini donut. I'm confused. <laughs> so okay, so a sniblet is an extremely small amount of something that can't be seen at first sight. So they're teeny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny donuts. <laughs> well, so I don't know. My first thought was like, oh, what's gonna be my stripper name? And I was like, I'm fat, so it needs to be some kind of food. And then I was like, oh, donuts. But like, don't nobody wants to hear, hey, donuts to the stage. So then I was like, <laughs> I oh, <do. laughs> sniblets would be a good name. Like people would be like, oh, sniblets. Like no you know? one is gonna be like, oh, sniblets. <laughs> And they're going to be like, who the fuck is Nimblet? <laughs> well, and then my fat ass is going to come out. they be like, oh, that's Nimblet. That's <laughs> Nimblet. That's, that's somebody to remember. But now I need to think of a... Oh, God. Oh, pressure. I used to be good at dancing when I was like 100 pounds thinner because you would just move, wiggle and like... It'd be okay. Now, like... Look, look, just slap your ass and ride the wave. Like, now it'd just be like... It looks like I'm just, like, seizuring. Sandy, Sandy, let's let's be real. Let's be honest. Even when you were much lighter, when you danced, it still looked like you were seizuring. (laughs) We went to to salsa class, and the guy was literally like, look, 
literally with her feet just go one two she fucked it up <laughs> that sounds like me i have no direction and even when whatsoever. we were doing pole dancing i never nailed a move i could yeah, never are, nail a move pole um i would try to like spin like you know you like lean back and like turn your i would fall right over i'd like i'm, gonna, I'm, I'm actually we we took it out to the garage i'm gonna i'm gonna set them pull-ups what are the chances that when i try to jump on that bitch it's just gonna your whole garage is gonna collapse no no (laughs) it holds it's like 350 pounds is the weight limit for spin all right i have my move now if this is actually a practical move oh my god i have my move all right so this (laughs) is my move right now (laughs) i hope this works but you know how like girls can like turn to the side on the pole and hold yeah. themselves like vertical okay so i'm gonna get up on there and do that but then i'm gonna put wrap my titties around the pole and i'm just gonna hang by my titties so i'm vertical across and i'm just like holding on and it's like look mom no hands and just titties holding on to the pole your, and people are gonna be have, like your titties now have fingers that they can grip onto the pole <laughs> yep yep my, it's just they're they're so big that they can just like wrap her, It looks like Robin's giving herself head. I just see her head bobbing up and down. <laughs> I was giving but, myself head. But my they're just they're just so powerful they can get a grip and I can just hang on and be like, look, mom, no hands. And then I can like you know move my legs around and like you know open them and be like woo woo, and then that's it. And then people are gonna be like, wow. So, um, so has anyone seen the Always Sunny episode where they're at the fat when they're at the school reunion? I feel like I have, but I can't I think, remember. Yeah, it. I think so. So they're at the school reunion and everything like that. At the end, they do this whole dance. At like oh, in yeah. their in their minds, it's perfect. But oh, then, yeah, yeah, but yeah. then they flash back to like the people and and uh, Max just like ah! <laughs> I, I'm like I imagine that's Sandy like what's in her mind like her titties grab it all into the pole and holding her up and in real life she just she tries to do the side titty grab and just falls on the ground I already have my freaking trick yo I'm actually Uh-oh, really proud right, of myself for my move I'm gonna be Sniblets win in first place <laughs> Sniblets ain't winning first place when she hears what I'll think of a stripper name is doing so while Monica's talking I will think of my stripper name because right, Monica you need to come up with a stripper name too I thought I was burner garage all right um no, no they're the girls you're killing garage and DD cupcakes uh, uh, they're the girls you're... um oh let's see what would be good stripper name I don't know. I'm not good at thinking of names. All right. Well, think of your scenario, and then when you come up with your dance, maybe a, a name will come to okay. you. Um. All right. So, I guess I'm gonna take the shoe with the goldfish in it, and I'm going to have it so that way. All right, all right. So they're in the back, and the one takes the shoe and stabs the other girl and kills her, but then make it look like she went to go turn, and she still has the shoe and trips over her own shoe and impales herself on the shoe. So, okay, so that's my murder. 
And Poor goldfish is just getting thrown around. Yeah. And for my move to win this show, I am going to climb to the top of the pole and I'm going to straddle the top of the pole. <laughs> no. Um, and take that bad boy up the butt. But no. <laughs> Monica, <laughs> the I pole have up your, your butt. To pull. Oh. <laughs> Monica. Yeah. I know what your stripper name is. What is my stripper name? Predator. The Predator. <laughs> because that is what I heard your vagina as. The Predator. Because it just goes, <laughs> It's just like you open it up. And it just and eats, it's just like, it just eats everything. Yep. <laughs> so I could go off of Sa- like Sandy's, uh, Sandy's uh, idea. I'm going to climb and I'm going to go, I'm going to do the layback and I'm just going to take my crotch lips and just wrap them around the pole and tie it into a bow and hold myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's like it's like uh you know those suction cup fishes that you have like in the, as it goes <laughs> i'm just going to suction cup to the pole <laughs> and wait ew, ew, and when you I'll, get yes, off it's just traffic <laughs> i'll suction cup to the pole and just slowly slide down and just leave a snail trail going down and then robin's next good luck with that pole so now you got tinny juice and snail, snail juice trail. guess what my trick doesn't involve the pole, so oh, suck it, bitches. Oh, are you using ping pong balls? I'm not, so thanks. <laughs> All right, so my name is going to be, let's see. So I just texted Amanda, too, because I was like, oh, like, I'm recording and i said i want my stripper name to be sniblets and they're dying because they didn't know what that was and she's like i used it i use it every once in a while and it baffled me that no one else knows what they are i've like never heard of that that's why i was like i forgot it 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 must be a me and her thing and i just i just just generally refer to them as it but go ahead back to robin i was just cracking up because i'm like oh (laughs) Robin got the tequila like she thought. I did. I knew I was going to get the tequila. The water gun full of tequila. Oh, well. So, I mean, for the suicide, I could easily just have her drink like a shit ton of tequila and she accidentally killed herself right that's what i was thinking like alcohol, like poisoning. alcohol poisoning but that would take a while yeah well i was giving her tequila enemas with the water gun that Boom. there you go that'll be there you go because that goes right into our system so she's going to um yeah get that and uh so she's, that's the suicide they're going to catch. They're going to come in and she's going to be laying on the floor with the water gun in her butt. And she's getting the tequila enemas. <laughs> and for, and that's going to be like boner garage. Because I mean, clearly the boner garage is, you know, on the, on her back. 
It's a tramp stamp. So it only seems fitting that she gets the tequila water gun up the butt. Mm-hmm. And then Dee Dee Cupcakes. Um, I found, I I found my to... stripper name, by the way. Okay, what hold on. So Dee Dee Cupcakes is going to... Um, What is she going to do? She's I mean, you can use you can use other things in the uh, the changing room. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm thinking that TD uh, TD Cupcakes comes in and finds Boner Garage dead on the floor and there's like tequila everywhere and she's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh." And then falls and bangs and smacks <laughs> I love her. That. I love I love <laughs> And she falls and smacks her head on the table that they use to put their makeup on and dies. There you go. Yeah. It was an accident and a suicide. <laughs> okay, what's your stripper name? Candy Cane Sucker. <laughs> or I saw Candy this one, Thunder, thunder Cunt. <laughs> That's, I'm Cunt Cake. Cunt Cake. Cunt Cake. <laughs> Coming to That's the stage. One. <laughs> you could be twat waffle. <laughs> All right. Purple waffle. Or are blue you, waffle. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh my god. Oh, oh my yeah. trick. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Cunt cake. Cunt, cunt cake. To, I can't even say it. Cunt, cunt cake, cake to, the to the stage. They're going to be like, All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, for your viewing pleasure tonight, <laughs> it's cunt cake. And then I'm going to come out and I'm going to be dressed as a fireman. And you're just going to have like, fire. Do, 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 do. Fire. And then I'm going to come she out. She thought of a song. <laughs> I didn't think that much. No. She had this down. <laughs> And I'm going to come out and I'll be dressed as a fireman. I'm like, ooh, yeah. And then I'm like, you know, poo, I think. Do women do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or just men? Yeah. Or so I'm going to like, get off my thing. And then I'm going to be wearing like um, crotchless panties. Like that have like the leg thingies. And I'll have like, you know, a cool like looking red silky something for my titties. And then um, I'm going to be like. Hit it, bartender, and he's gonna light a shot on fire, and then I'm gonna lay on the stage and squirt across the room <laughs> and put the fire out. I knew it. Halfway through, I knew where she was fucking going. I'm done. I'm done. Robin wins. She wins. You, you, you win. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, I got that at like the middle of Sandy's story. I was like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> that was such a scumbag way to do it. No, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I can't wait till we go back to the strip clubs. I know. Oh my too. god! Oh, I sent Sandy the thing. Did you see it? 
It's called like Fifty Shades of Grey and Steel. It's like a male review that's no. coming to Pete. It's coming to Brett. Uh, she tagged us on Facebook. Oh, I didn't go on Facebook yet. Yeah, there's a. It's um. There's one coming to Philly to. Uh, whoa, is there a place called Oasis or something? Yeah, maybe. It's something I think down on Delaware Ave. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oasis is a. Oh, not not the. The best I don't know. Place. It's coming to something like that, and then there's also it's also going to somewhere else in PA. Maybe it's like Reading or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Reading, and then one's coming to Philly. Honestly, but it's though, a show. Some of those though, like <clears throat> so, like Savage Men. Uh, well, the like Thunder from Down Under, like those type of reviews, like that. They're nice to watch, but like. It's just watching. That's it. Yeah. Like, Savage Men more comes out, like, into the state, like, like into the crowd and stuff like that. Um, but if you want, like, more hands-on, that Club Risque, the second floor with the guys, like, they're very hands-on. Yeah, I don't, That's I assume fun. that this, what is, tra- it's a traveling show, and so I, it's like a it's, tour, so I yeah, assume it's, it's the equivalent to, like, Thunder from Down Under. Yeah, it's just like mm-hmm. a stage show, so, yeah. like, you can watch them, but you can't interact or touch them or anything like well, that. Well, I ain't trying to get crabs, yo. So, uh, one of the girls that I work with had invited me before to a show that comes around every so often, like this, like these guys, they rent a hall. Uh-huh. Because, um, like, literally, like, they just, like, they get completely nude and, like, yeah. Full Monty? Full Monty, yeah. Oh, I And, like, they showed a video of this girl, like, literally, like, sucking this dude's dick on stage. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You don't know where that's been. Yeah. I don't want her And they're, they're, like, yeah. Whoa. They're big boys. Yeah. Oh. Hey. Yeah. I don't want to catch anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's not part of the show, but she was just like she just went hog wild. Yeah, she, was she like, did. She couldn't. She's like, I'm yeah. never seeing a dick this big in my yes. life again. I and literally, take like they like there was people like she showed me video like like there was like 30 people recording her like blowing oh. this guy on stage. Oh my god! Yeah. I bet you she was married. Probably. Yeah. Whew. Okay. So that was stressful. <laughs> All right, All so right. I am last meal today. Give me so, some food! Yeah, my last meal is Thomas J. Grasso. <clears throat> so he was 32-year-old male um, who was executed by lethal injection at Oklahoma State Penitentiary, March 20th, 1995. Now, um, the first person he murdered was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, was Hilda Johnson, an 87-year-old woman who he strangled with her Christmas lights and then stole $8 from her purse, $4 in loose change, and her television, which he sold for $125. Well. Yeah. Side note, I always feel bad that these people make it 87 years to get taken out by Christmas lights. dick bag with Christmas lights. Yes. Like, fucking ridiculous. So six months later, he moved to New York with his wife, and he murdered Leslie Holtz, an 81-year-old man from Staten Island, on July 4th, 1991, and stole his Social Security checks. So he was found out 
he was extradited back to Oklahoma um, and then was put on death row. So <clears throat> his final meal, he ordered two dozen steamed mussels, two dozen steams, steamed clams flavored with a lemon wedge, a double cheeser burger from Burger King, yeah. a half dozen of barbecue spare ribs, mm. two strawberry milkshakes, half of a pumpkin pie with whipped cream, diced strawberries, and he requested a can of SpaghettiOs with meatballs. Yeah, those <laughs> things are the shit. As long as it's Campbell's. But. I like Chef Boyardee. An hour before, meatballs. yeah. An hour before he died, so he was put to execution just before, just before 1 a.m. on March 20th, 1995. He complained, and his final statement was, I did not get my SpaghettiOs. They gave me spaghetti. Oh, that was mother. And he goes, I want the press to know this. <laughs> yeah. I would have been pissed, too. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his last meal is a legit yeah. good yeah. meal so i think he got he got like yeah like it, it, it was that was pretty decent it was a lot but um yeah he did not get his spaghettios yo and you know they could afford that that's like I 85 know. cents yes. at walmart that was yeah. cheaper than the spaghetti with meatballs exactly yeah for yeah. shame all right so thanks for listening we can be reached at the murder maidens 13 at gmail.com you can find us by searching Murder Maidens on Facebook and Instagram, and we're on Twitter at Maidens Murder. Um, you can also find us on our website, MurderMaidens.com. So listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and our website, and please give us a thumbs up and hit that subscribe button and drop us a comment. Until next time, don't get murdered. Don't murder anyone. And don't do anything we wouldn't do. And again, if you or anybody you know is thinking about hurting themselves or committing suicide, please call the suicide hotline or send us a message. If you just need someone to talk to, we'll mm -hmm. be more than happy to be your friend, talk to you, whatever you need, okay? Yep, absolutely. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>